Hi. Hey. Where are you? <laughs> I'm. I'm. Uh. I'm somewhere else. I'm. I'm in the. I'm in the dungeon of my own making. I'm in the Craving Strange dungeon right now, uh, because I am irresponsible. I am hashtag unprofessional. Hashtag professional. Uh, hashtag yeah. professional, but but unhashtag. <laughs> I totally forgot. I totally forgot. We've been we we it's we're a switching. Good thing. We've switched a couple days. And, it's a good and, thing, honestly, that I was able to stall. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing, honestly, that you texted me and were like, "Are you almost here?" And I was yeah. like, "Uh, I'm almost at the studio where I'm going to do this today." Because. <laughs> Like, welcome to Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> welcome. <laughs> we made it. We're here. We're yeah, going to do this. We did it. We're going to do this regardless. Uh, regardless of if uh, he's here or not. Uh, uh, it's going to be you know, a series of, of, of a couple of possible remote even, even, things. Even poddex at poddex.com. Even drinkwildbills.com. Even grillyourassoff.com. Even... Those sponsors were not enough for me to be on top of my shit today. Uh, even though you can go to any of them and use the promo code BACON and get 10% off your entire order. Yeah. Knowing those things, still, I blew it. It's okay. Hey, yeah. listen, you know what? You had a contingency plan. Yes. Uh, a very last-minute contingency plan. That's, and that's also, true. the other sponsor that... Uh, you potentially forgot about, but didn't. Oh, I didn't Manscaped. forget about them. I was leaving that one for you. Is Manscaped. Manscaped.com. You go to Manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD and you get yes. 20% off your order and free shipping. And you can get it on even things like this. They were fined. Mm. Cologne. Can't spell um, refined without cologne. fine. Yeah. Refined cologne is wonderful. Uh, I like it. Um, it smells a lot like their uh, crop preserver, which mm -hmm. is like that quick like spritz down there. I, I have that, a lot I have like that currently. Their, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a lot like their uh, body spray that they have as mm -hmm. well. It smells a lot That's nice. The I do that on my moisturizer is very cool. Um, so, yeah. Smell. Check out the refined uh, you won't regret it. Chicks dig it. Um, but also, you know, of course, you got your uh, perfect package 4.0, yeah, which is gives you a perfect package, exactly. And it, and it, honestly, if you've got a giant bush down there, if you if you just mow the lawn a little bit with the lawnmower 4.0, make your package look a little bit bigger. That's right. That's right. That's right. Again, also, uh, you know. If you let your bushes grow too big, you you ruin the value of your neighbor's house as well as yours. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't want to get the homeowners association on you. HOA fees are are a bitch. Mm -hmm. They are a bitch. But today, what's not a bitch? So landscape is your manscape. Landscape your manscape. Twenty percent <laughs> off. Bacon pod. Free shipping. We've got <laughs> not a bitch. Jeremy Fury, lead singer. Yeah. Of the really, really fucking cool band, Jeremy and the Harley Quins. And you said it mostly right, which is good. Overall, I've, I, I've said it right. For some reason, <laughs> at some point, I was pointed out that I did not say it right. And I well, thought yeah. I did. See, see if you guys catch it. Now, there's two things that are funny. The way that you pronounce Harlequin is interesting because you pronounce it like the fictional character Harley Quinn. Yes, I right? do. Whereas I a do. Harlequin is its own thing. Harley Quinn what? is another thing. Yes. That's the, the voice of that's uh, the clever name that someone figured out to say oh she's sense. we'll dress her like a Harlequin and we'll name her Harley Quinn. He does not dress any of his bandmates. <laughs> he, like does not. he does not. But he's great. He is, he is awesome. Great. He's a great interview. He's a Brooklyn. Uh, he lives in Brooklyn. He's from Ohio, but lives in Brooklyn. And uh, we're definitely going to have to grab a drink with him. 
at some point. Yeah, he seems like he'd be fun to have a drink with. Uh, Their Um, new record, Abracadabra, is out now. They have a bunch of music out. Check all of them out. Uh, The record, American Dreamer, Into the Night. Remember this. uh, Brand new video out. One shot. Yep. In parenthesis of rock and roll. The video is out right now. Definitely and that'll save your life. It One will. shot of rock and roll save your life. Indeed, it will. So listen to the song; they tell you right there. Um, thank you to our patrons and yes. uh, patrons.com slash bacon's my podcast. Uh, get additional content, all that fun stuff. But let's just get to the video. Let's get to the interview. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We've we've chit chatted enough. Yeah, let's do it. All right, right now about here, right now. Welcome, everybody, to a very remote yes. episode of Bacon Is My Podcast, where today we've got lead vocalist for from Jerry and the Harley Quinns. New record, Abracadabra, is out now. Check out the video for one shot of rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Fury, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you doing? I'm just uh, hanging out here in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to correct the uh, the band is Jeremy and the Harlequins. Yes, That's what I said. Yes, you said Jerry. Yeah. No, I, no. Yes, did I? yes, you did. It kind of did. It kind of did. <laughs> did I slur? It was, I, yeah. You just didn't. You just didn't say all the letters. You would fail okay, a sobriety just... test. <laughs> I I just I literally just started this. <laughs> you don't have to lie it's... about it. Well, it's uh, fine. Jeremy, there's a we have a long we have a long no. history of Mike mispronouncing things on the show, okay. so that that is you've made the highlight real. He is okay, he is great. on brand. Awesome. Yeah, yeah no, this is this is what I do. This is what I do. <laughs> so, uh, dude, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks um, for having me. I'm really really excited to have you. Um, before we got on the air, I was telling you about how how I discovered you, and like I just listened. You know, your, your your PR agent reached out and and sent us some of your stuff, and I was like, "This is cool. This is different. I mean, it's it's different for now. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely like a throwback, um, but like, it's like a '50s, '60s, more modernized version of rock, and 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 you guys lean like all the way into it, which yeah. which is the only way you can do it." But yeah. what what got you to that sound? What brought you there? Um, so I've been playing in bands for years and uh, all through the 2000s, uh, playing and touring in, in rock bands. And I think towards the end of the 2000s, maybe the maybe like 2011 or 12 also, um, I started feeling like there was nowhere left for rock to go. And I think we, we all saw that. Like it seemed like, 2012, 2013, um, pop blew up, hip hop blew up, and yeah. rock kind of just felt stagnant to me. And I didn't, I don't like doing things just to, because um, I don't like feeling stagnant creatively. Um, and I felt like the only place left to go was to completely strip it down and take it back to like uh, where rock and roll began. Cause that that felt fresh to me I, I, and it wasn't like a, a calculated idea it was just i started listening to um a lot of stuff that i think i was listening to when when i was like seven or eight years old like my dad would play like uh richie valens elvis presley uh buddy holly uh chuck berry little richard stuff like that and i started listening to all those records again um and it just felt like uh, very vital uh, and and um, struck a chord. And so I was like, I'm, I want to start something new. And and if you listen to our, our first record, American Dreamer, it's even like more so stripped down. We did the whole record mm-hmm. in a day and a half, um, just in the room together. That's awesome. Um, nice. And it, it was it was like very it was very derivative, um, but. 
but I, I still feel like we had our own sound in it. Like we, we, I don't want to feel like we're, we're like those bands that play like, um, uh, like the, the, um, I don't know, like at a carnival or something or like, right. a, okay. you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to still play like in clubs and stuff. Um, so, and then from there, um, then I started feeling like I can't just stay there either. It has to grow. Um, and so from that, from every record kind of expanded the sound a little bit, um, on our second album into the night, it, it has like, um, not just 50s, 60s rock. It has maybe a little bit of Americana and folk into it. Mm -hmm. Um, for our third album, remember this, we, uh, we wanted to make then like still, uh, influenced by 50s and 60s rock, but make an American rock record. Um, so the production is a little bit more slick. And then on this one, uh, you know, we, we recorded it in the midst of the pandemic. And I think we were like, we want to have, we want to be true to our, our band, but, and our sound, but it was kind of like, I feel like everyone was feeling like, who knows what the world's going to be like tomorrow. If there's going to be a world that might, you know, people, you know, didn't, didn't make it. So right. we were, we were kind of like, if, if we, if this is our last record, what do we want to do? And we don't want to hold anything back. We want to put all the bells and whistles onto it. Just throw everything. Uh, yeah, do everything we've ever wanted to do. Um, and so that's what this record is. Nice. Like that's that's what I was saying before. Like in the when we were doing the um, what's your bacon and seven questions, when I was trying to describe your band was yeah, there's the fifties and sixties elements there, definitely in the songwriting, in the choice of melodies, in the choice of um, uh, the vocal qualities that you're using, uh, some of the tones that you're using, but then also, like you were saying, when you the, the more you start to listen, you hear that you are uh, you're fairly modern in in some of the production value. Yeah. Not not so much that it like I don't know. It doesn't ever not sound like a throwback, but it also doesn't sound like you're trying to do something like sticky. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that at all. It yeah. feels very genuine and open. And it's not like you're like, no, we can't use this because they wouldn't have done that. And the, you know, right. it doesn't yeah. sound like you're doing that either. Right. Um, so it's a really cool mix of a lot of stuff. What Thanks. What was it like? So coming out of more traditional rock bands and deciding to do this, how was that transition as a writer? Like, was that kind of a natural feeling just because you loved the music and was familiar with it? Were you writing like I, I think more rock versions of these type of songs before? Or I think um, I started going in this direction uh, even before we had the idea to okay. do the band. I think it was like I started writing kind of songs. Um, like one of the first songs I had for, was "Tripping to the Light," which was uh, mm -hmm. on our American Dreamer record, and that was maybe two years before. Um, we started Jeremy and the Harlequin. So I had some of these songs. And I think it, it's almost like I came from it like this way and then the world was moving this way and it's kind of like, all right, here's where gotcha. we're meeting. And um, and and that's, so it it definitely, it was a deliberate choice in, in one way, um, but it was also like uh, very organic, like which led up to that. Okay, like give the the choice is to give into what's already kind of happening and go. Let's yeah, let's see where it goes all the way. Yeah, gotcha. That's awesome. Now your your new record, Abracadabra. Um, I mean, we, we ask this anytime, uh, like a common thread or concept album or whatever it may be comes comes up. Yeah. So your your new record is based on four different stories with different characters. Um, was this something that you just approached for like okay we're going in we're writing a new record this is how we're gonna approach the writing and and how i'm gonna approach the the story or did it just kind of evolve oh, so, into that so that's more just for the song one shot of rock and roll that that's the oh, okay. song um the record is more um I, I would say almost like a collection of different stories and and different things that were part of uh it's not so conceptual, but I, I do think the common chord that runs through it is, is this kind of like magical uh, element. Um, there's definitely songs that that have um, 
kind of mystical meanings and and uh, um, concepts. Cool, that's awesome. And you recorded it um, in Renegade Studios. That's uh, Stevie Stephen Van Zant from uh, Springsteen and the the E Street Band. Right. So how how is it going into a studio like that in the middle of the pandemic and stuff like that? Was it the first time you went in there? Was it at all intimidating given the history or did that add to it? Did the, one of, was it one of those things where you're like, man, this is going to help add to the magic of this record? I think so. I've been to the studio before, but I've never recorded there. Mm -hmm. um, and that's part of the reason I, I thought it might be a good place to do it. But um, it was kind of funny. Uh, I remember the first day, we go to set up and the whole studio is it's a really cool studio they have awesome gear but i guess stevie was having an interview like the day before in the studio and there was just like in the middle of the the main tracking room there's just like the the uh butterscotch telecaster like the springsteen telecaster oh. just <laughs> on the stand right in the middle of the room oh, and man. i remember being like oh that's that's where we're at, <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know. That's got to be a pinch me moment, kind of. Thing. Yeah, that that, that whole shit realization. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and I, I, they did show us some other stuff in this, uh, in this in the studio, some different Springsteen memorabilia. That was just like, like they have like some some tapes there, um, oh, and uh, like some of Stevie's guitars, like he has. His, some amazing guitars. Um, yeah, it's it's an awesome studio. Um, yeah, that was, I think before we there was a few studios that we had in mind before we went in and recorded it. Um, and we started thinking about wait a sec, like there was one studio that was like a big room but like very lo-fi gear. Um, there's another that could have gone far away to record it. Uh, just like tons of different studios, I guess. But we were kind of like. Well, what what kind of record are we making here? And then like, um, it just seemed obvious that that we should record it at Renegade. Um, I, I think it's more obvious now that the record's done. But um, it seemed like the, when we were deciding, we we're like, this is just the, the obvious choice for this record. Yeah. Now, when you, you you guys recorded it over the pandemic, how much of the how much of the songs were written prior to like shutdowns and not being able to go out of your house and and all that stuff and you you're you know brooklyn is in the city considered a part of the city so you mm -hmm. guys had much much heavier restrictions than right. even we had yeah. in long island yeah so how uh, how was the writing process going into that record was it a lot right. of separate kind of things and then everybody coming together finally or yeah. how, how'd that work um honestly i probably had a little bit more than half of the songs on the record done. Um, and we actually wanted to record, um, we, were, we were with a different label at the time. Um, we wanted to record uh, prior to the pandemic and it, it just didn't happen when we parted ways with the label we were on. Um, and then everything shut down and like, like everyone else in the city, um, pretty much like locked in my apartment. Um, you know, I'd go outside and take walks, but nothing was open. So it's kind of like, all right, that's obvious what to do now because we can't play shows, um, we can't get in a studio. Um, so I guess it's like the universe is telling me keep writing. Right. Uh, right. So I just like kept doing that, and like um, also just like everyone in our band got COVID before the shutdowns. Um, we played a show on March seventh. Overachievers. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> leading. Uh, <laughs> We're very early on 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 things happening, right? Right. <laughs> um, but we played the show on March seventh, so we all got sick. Um, everyone in the band and most, pretty much everyone at the show too, um, was sick by March tenth or eleventh. Oh man! And then everyone was pretty much better by. I mean, I lost my taste and smell, but besides that, like I was pretty much better by March. I would say seventeenth. And then everything shut down, like, I don't know, 20th or something. So right. that was kind of like, well, what do I do now? Like, I feel fine. I just, <laughs> it's, it, it really felt like, you know, those movies where it's like the zombie apocalypse. Cause you, you know, I'm like, I felt like I sort of like woke up and I survived this 
apocalypse and like right. i go outside but no one's around everything's closed <laughs> windows are boarded up you know and i'm just like what am i supposed to do <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it seemed like the whole world was like covid's coming around like it's like yeah just had it you know <laughs> um so so really it was like i would take a you know walks to the water i would take walks and and uh drink on the street and uh write music and um we did that uh, up until I think we didn't get together till like May, I want to say. Um, we started, I guess what you'd call pre-production rehearsals just in, in my apartment uh, with mm -hmm. acoustic guitars because even the rehearsal studios weren't open. Right. Um, yeah. So we had nowhere to rehearse. So we just kind of flushed out the songs um, at my apartment. We got into the rehearsal studio opened up, I think, in like June. And so we rehearsed, um, or maybe it was July or August even, uh, rehearsed full band for a couple months and then um, really kind of nailed it down by like September and went in the studio in October. Um, and then we cut all the music at Renegade. We did the vocals and mixing in LA um, in December and then the record was finished. That's awesome. What's up guys, gonna talk to you a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Just wanna start off with grillyourassoff.com. If you are going into grilling season like we are, then you know that you always need a little rub. You always need a little sauce. You need something that's gonna help your grilling get better. Help those chicken breasts, right? Ooh. They get a little dry sometimes. You wanna make sure you're saucing them up. You wanna make sure those ribs have got a nice dry rub and a saucer up, go to grillyourassoff.com, check it out, I've used their stuff, it's delicious, 10% off with the promo code BACON. Another place you can go to to get 10% off with that promo code, drinkwildbills.com. Mm. They've got delicious sodas, they've got all sorts of different flavors from sarsaparilla to birch beer to you name it. You got your root beers. You got your cream sodas. You got your cream sickles. Yeah. Uh, Sugar-free for you guys. Sugar Watching free. the waistline. Indeed. And also, they've got some great jerky stuff. They've mm. got oh, the brisket bites are A+. Plus. A+. Plus. And if you go there, go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code BACON. Get 10% off. One more place you can use that same promo code BACON is our oldest sponsor, Poddex. If you're a podcaster, if you're a budding interviewer, if you're just somebody that has a hard time talking to people every now and then or want to do something fun with your friends, check out poddex.com. They have these decks of cards, 50 cards per deck, 50 questions. Check it out. Learn things about your friends. Learn things about people. Learn how to talk a little bit more and be a little bit more comfortable, always use the promo code BACON. Again, to get 10% off your order, they got cool swag too. Indeed. And last but not least, of course, always frame the balls. Mm, yes. Is that what you do? Frame the balls. Frame the balls? Well, you could. You could frame the balls. You could. You could. But if you got a bush, it's just not. It's the summer. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Use the lawnmower 4.0. Use the perfect package and go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, you get 20% off your order. And they've got all sorts of great stuff. If you're a guy who's looking to feel so fresh and so clean. Indeed. And not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping. Free so shipping? Shine up those balls, get rid of that bush, clean yourself up. And if Indeed. you don't clean yourself up, start. Yeah. Bacon Pod, 20% off, free shipping. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? What's up? It's Josh from Glasslands. You can check out our music at glasslands.co. And you've been consuming Bacon is my podcast. Nice. What was the what was the process like of like trying to figure out? Because I know like for us and I even and I know for Mike as well, like we had kind of the same thing where our bands stop being able to play shows you stop being able yeah. to do stuff and it's like okay how and when are we going to release things what's this what's this new process going to look like how right. long do we wait <laughs> you know right. what i mean like what are we waiting for what's the you know right. how what went into like your decision making process of like okay 
we've got this record. When do we put it out? Do we, did you have a date always in mind? Did you kind of like, well, let's feel this out. You know, a lot of people are doing the singles thing to lead up to stuff. Yeah. How did you kind of make those choices? Um, well, we had a few singles that we hadn't released. So we did put those out, um, I think in 2020 or 2021. Um, and then we kind of kept the record. We, we weren't on a label at the time, so we were pitching the record to labels. So that, that took a, a little bit of time to find um, the label that we uh, teamed up with. Right. Um, and then besides that, um, the thinking was, it, yeah, no one knew what to do because it's like you, it's really hard to, put, I think, harder than ever to put out a record without any touring or yeah. any shows even. Yeah. Um, there's so much music coming out every day that it's just like, all right, the music will be out, but how is anyone going to find it? Um, right. What's, you know, we run ads. It's like, so is everybody else. And now everyone's right. only right. online, living online. It's like, how are we going to like stick out um, if we're not playing shows? So mm -hmm. we, that, that was kind of the delay because we, we had the record done for a long time before it came out. Um, but we didn't want it to kind of just, come out and us not be able to do anything so right. um we talked about it with our label a lot a lot of like you know it's like kind of like a marketing decision of like and it's kind of guesswork because you know i i think it would have come out sooner but then it was like uh everyone thought you know a few times that we were done with covid and then it was right. like all right now we're back in now we're about now we're back in right. so it was right. like um so yeah it was I think by the time it came out, it's just like, it's just got to come out, whatever happens with the rest of the world. Uh, no one knows. So right. it's time to gotta roll out. with it. Yeah. Um, is this the longest that you've kind of, for for lack of a better term, sat on a record that you had finished? Um, yes. Uh, I had a record one time. I think it got pushed back about a year. Okay. Um, which is, it's the hard, I mean, at least this was understandable because it was like, you know, literally there were no venues. It, it was harder in that case because it was like my previous band was like touring a lot. And then sure. the label was like, like, no, we're going to push it back. It's like, that's the hardest thing. It's like when you're like, you know, playing shows for months and months and months. Yeah, and you're in the middle of it, but you're also writing yeah. stuff, I would think. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, it's hard for me to write on. So, I mean, I, I write ideas on, on the road, but like okay. I, I definitely... Um, really need to be like i think having the uh absence of performing like um makes me uh really focus on writing so what's that, your that was, what's your process are you a um you like sit down with a notebook and jot out ideas do you sit down with a guitar and kind of blast through things um ideas is a little bit of everything yeah, so I, I usually write all the songs on an acoustic guitar, at least mm -hmm. all the songs for the Harlequins. I used to I used to write on piano too, but in the past however many years it's been guitar pretty much solely. Okay. Um but a lot of times I'll come up with a melody or a lyric idea first and I'll usually record that in my phone um and save it for later. Voice memos, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll kind of uh take that home and, and uh expand from there. I feel like once I have um a piece of the puzzle, then I'm kind of off going. And sometimes that process can take 20 minutes to write a song. Sometimes it can take right, three weeks, you know. Right. Uh, what, I don't, uh, I don't what like is, forcing things to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what is, uh, what's the best voice notes title you have for a song? Uh, I think it, you know what's the funniest thing is like sometimes the voice notes, they like just, they um, pick like the restaurant or bar right, put your or location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Location. So um, I don't know. I always find it funny. It's like, yeah, like this random street that I've never been on. I'm like, why is it like, uh, you know, Tracewood Drive? Like that's that's not what what this song is about. You know, right? Um, My, one of mine is like, be bow, be be bow. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I've got a bunch it's of a curse. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, not the <laughs> Wait, any time we get uh, writers on, we we definitely have the the voice memo titling question, just because yeah. we all we can scroll through ours and it's like, oh, this one I put a progression, so it's yeah. like you know, 
or, or this one, you're in E flat and you're playing yeah. these chords, you know, and then there's yeah, some well, of them are like Mike said, it's B bow, well, B bow, yeah. and sometimes it's the street and the time that you're on. You right. just recently sent one to me that's uh, in D sharp like an asshole. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a, um, it's a good one. It's a good one. I'm just going through mine now. I have I, I go to this this gym called Crunch and it's like Crunch nine, Crunch eight, Crunch seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? I got Terminal A. I'm assuming that's the airport. There you go. It's got to be uh, JFK. Hopefully yeah. not LaGuardia. Fuck LaGuardia. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, most of them uh, look like streets, bars, and restaurants, and then then most of the titles are usually pretty close to what what I end up using as the actual title. Are uh, you like a Are you like a hook guy where you're like you're just all of a sudden you hear her hook and you've got like yeah you got your melody and then you got one or two words that you're like this is going to be the word that goes there. Yeah, that's pretty much. I feel like that's that's kind of key. Um, sometimes I'll, you know, it'll be the verse first and then I'll work my way into the chorus. But, um, you know, yeah, it's, a, I think it's the hook that really, uh, that, that's what gets me to reach into my pocket and get my phone and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Record for, for me, definitely the hook is the one where this, those are the best songs that end up are the ones that started from a hook. The yeah. ones that start from a verse or like a riff or something are yeah. always kind of like, uh, that took some work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what? Um, so, you guys have you have a lot involved. It's not just guitar, drums, bass, vocals. Um, any of that other extra stuff, the brass, everything like that. Yeah, is that is that something that you generally come up with that you hear, or is that something that you kind of farm out and you're like, all right, guys, here's the song, color it up. Most of the uh, I mean, everything on this, like I, I wrote all the string arrangements. I did have the, the guy who did the strings, uh, Johnny Dinklage. Um, what, what I would do is like literally play the song on. Um, we had, you know, the it was the music recorded with the scratch vocal take. I'd play that in the background and put um, my voice notes on um, and record it and literally hum the the uh string parts that i wanted him to play right. and then what he would do is he would uh he would play it back on a um string sound on a synthesizer and be like hey, does that sound right to you um and i'll be like yeah change this uh and be like oh what if i add this it he'll you know maybe it'd be like uh what, what about a rundown here again yeah, that'd be cool um and then once we kind of confirmed that then he would record that um i think the sax part Mostly, I kind of wrote. Uh, the sax player came up with a few ideas. So I think like the solo in one shot uh, at the end of the song, he kind of came up with. Um, a lot of the keys, though, the, the, there's a mellotron, uh, organ. Um, that actually our bass player. Like we, <laughs> yeah, I had some piano parts that I played, um, but m the majority of it was our bass player is an in in incredible musician. And he's like, what do you think of organ on this song? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't have a part. He's like, how about this? And he literally, I've never seen anyone do this. Like all the organs, all the Mellotron, literally it's like a one take, one time through. Oh, like he's wow. just like had it done. I was just like, okay, next, right. let's go. Yeah. Um, I think there was one maybe song where it was like he tried something. I'm like, ah, it doesn't need it. But um, yeah, most of that stuff was all just like done in like, two three hours like for the whole album wow. like uh, all the all the keys and stuff that's super cool it's, I find great, bassists, to it's great to have that guy yeah, yeah it's so funny because i find like bassists are either like guitarists that just have to make it happen or yeah. singers that just have to make it happen or these really really talented musicians yeah that just hide behind the bass yeah i think so too um I play this because I like to dance around. Like, yeah. All right, right, exactly. <laughs> cool. It's like it's like cool. I, I can do everything too. that's super. Yeah. I can do everything that's super intricate. But you know what? I'm gonna hang back. Back. Yeah. Here. I mean, I, get this I think. Oh yeah, a great bass player. It's like I, I don't even think. Um, 
I've played with bass players who are great, and I've played with bass players who are okay. And the most compliments I get um, from a show uh, are, are when we have a really great bass player. And I don't even know if the audience is, is aware of why it's better, um, but I think it is one of those ingredients that's like, it just makes the band sound so much better if you have a really great bass player. And not yeah, just great, yeah. like technically, like it, a great bass player, it just has to be the right fit for the band. Right. Sure. But, well, feel and everything, connection with yeah. the drummer, all that. Yeah. But I think you're right. Like there's certain things that, that I find that when I'm, that'll make me pay more attention to a band. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think people realize what they are, but it's like, yeah, when a band has an incredibly good bass player, it's kind of like this, it just sounds more interesting. Yeah. Uh, just like when you hear like really good backup vocals. Yeah. Right. When yeah, a band right, yeah. has really good backup vocals, everybody's like, oh, they, okay, they're serious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. they're not any less right. serious than somebody that does it. They just have people that can sing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it, it takes, it's that little extra thing yeah. that, that people just kind of hear and, or they feel probably yeah. with, with bass and everything, where yeah. it's just more sound in the room and they're like, this is great. What is this? Right. That's called the bass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, <laughs> What, what we love to do here is uh, not just talk your record and your writing process, stuff like that. What we like to talk about is uh, is your bacon. And yeah. you said it was people. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's other things it could be, like yeah, uh, sure. comic books, wrestling, mm -hmm. video games. Yeah. So when you're, not, when you're not writing, when you're not doing the Jeremy and the Harley Quinns thing, yeah. what's that thing that turns your brain off is it cooking is it um not cooking i do enjoy eating um, eating is great i, I, I love, love eating. eating it's the best I love, part of uh, i love um travel i love uh exploring places um even if it's just outside cities like you know going upstate or to the, I, I like doing things um but I, I do like traveling to different places um during the pandemic i started collecting uh vintage bandanas um, nice. Yeah, like because uh, like we had to you know have our faces covered. Right. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is I think before. Again, we're we're very early on these trends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just like, I I if you look at like a lot of the records and on stage, I would have like a bandana in my pocket. And I remember going into a store like I think it was like early on in the pandemic, and they're like, oh, you have to wear a mask. I was like, is before anyone was had you know had to wear a mask right, right. and i was like oh i'll wear this on my face and i was like oh that's kind of cool and I, I don't feel like i'm uh you know going into surgery or something <laughs> right um so like Billy I, the kid yeah <laughs> exactly which is funny because it's like you know think back before the pandemic like if you saw someone going into the bank with right. their face covered <laughs> and like be like this guy's gonna rob the bank <laughs> But but now it's just like if, if their face isn't covered, yeah, it's like I, a bad person. Yeah, you're so. like who's this asshole? Yeah, <laughs> what's your game? Yeah, naked face. Yeah, what's 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 great is so you live in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, bringing it back to the eating thing, there yeah. are so many places to eat in Brooklyn. Like so yeah. many different cuisines and different like types of food. It's yeah. it's awesome. What is your like? What is your go to place in Brooklyn? Um, pizza, so, of course, but like you know, like sure. What's your deal, like real thing? Oh yeah. Um, well, I live in Greenpoint, and it's a Polish neighborhood, so um, there's incredible Polish restaurants, which I'd never really gotten into Polish food before living in Greenpoint. Um, so like that's kind of like there's a few places. There's one called Partsma that's like kind of the cent center Greenpoint Polish restaurant. Um, that's a lot of fun, but there's a bunch of other ones. Um, I love like smoked fish. We have Acme smoked fish, which is like nice. a wholesale distributor for like pretty much any time you get smoked salmon all over the country. A lot of it is, is from Greenpoint. Um, really? so on Fridays you can go there and you put it, put it in order and you can get it for like wholesale price. Um, and nice. it's like, I love like taking that, going to the park, getting a couple of like bagels or crackers and, and some stuff like that and just like having that in the park very local I mean, besides, <laughs> besides besides salmon what yeah. other fishes 
what other fish do you get smoked? Because yeah. I have a smoker. I'm, uh, I'm on this. I'm, I'm ready right. to go. Um, smoked trout is awesome. They have that there. Uh, sable, um, different whitefish. Um, yeah. Write it all down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take notes. Um, yeah, all that's good. I mean, like you said, pizza, obviously. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, can't pick the best pizza place because there's so many. There's like also there's like all these different styles of pizza that are like. Wow. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, well, like actually, we had we had really great pizza. Believe it or not, at the Kingsland. Oh, we went okay. to go see. We went to go see uh, rivals there, um, uh -huh. and we we did a tasting with them and stuff prior. Uh -huh. And uh, they have a pizza oven, and we like we we walked past the kitchen. And we were like, yeah. Oh no, fucking way. Yeah. Like I'm not eating from here. Right. But then we started seeing them throw like send the pizzas out. And everybody's like loving it. And we're like, all right, screw it. Let's we're hungry. Let's get pizza. Crazy. And it was really good. Well, pizza was, ovens are like nine hundred degrees too. So anything. There's actually on my street. There's a um, during the pandemic, a guy set up a wood fire pizza oven on the street and just started selling pizza. Nice. Put up mm -hmm. a tent, and like that's one of my favorite pizza places. Is this? literally they're open on friday nights and it's just like the best kind of it's like neapolitan style it's that little bit of burnt on top yeah it's oh, so good you can eat so you can good. Eat like a whole pizza to yourself um, yeah but that's yeah, like uh incredible. like uh joe joe from from forever king calling yeah he another does, he does that too friends oh, awesome. of ours um nice. that friends uh, are, they're, they're from out in california california yeah but, he, but they're they're gonna be on tour and he's gonna bring his pizza oven with him yeah, and, he's gonna be doing it outside. He's gonna of the go. Shows. He's gonna grab it, grab all the the accoutrement, if you will, yeah. and make pizzas outside. Sell them. Wow. Extra merch money. Cowabunga pizza. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather like Cowabunga pizza. Cowabunga That's pizza. Cool. I like the name too. It's all it's all Ninja Turtle based. Yeah, yeah. Every every uh, pie is. Um, oh, he's got the uni, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's got one of those uni ovens. And every pie is named after something Ninja Turtles. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. extra design. extra oh, points. To to that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, I think they're going to be around in September, end of September. So I'll let you know. We'll, we'll, nice. we'll, we'll yeah. clean it. We'll definitely clean. Um, so what we also have to do here mm -hmm. is uh, pay pay a bill, right? Yes, yeah. we have one. We have one bill. Pay we note, have to pay. A, a bill. <laughs> I mean, so uh, behind us we have. Sponsors. One of those sponsors is uh, Poddex. Poddex is uh, is a company that makes card decks for people who don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. They're for budding podcasters. Ways to break the ice. Indeed. And uh, what what they do is they make different cards, different decks of cards, and within each deck of cards is fifty cards. And within each card is a question. We like to have our guest pick from a deck and then pick a random question from that deck. So here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll list them off for you. We've got the interview deck. We've got the interview deck two. We've got what the heck. We've got the episode deck. We got would you rather. We've got what the fuck and how dare you. Hmm. Um, let's do what the heck. What the heck? What we had a what the, the heck? heck recently, and it ended up yeah. really good. It was a good one. Yeah. yeah. It was actually, it was one of those things where I was like, that should be in the what the fuck deck. Right. Not the what yeah. the heck deck. They, these started like PG, but then all of a sudden, he was like, eh, gloves are coming off. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> gonna You never go know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get with these decks either, because it's yeah. like, it could be a very benign question, or it could be just like a, what did you just say? Like, yeah. you never know. Uh, so while Mike is shuffling, I will just let everybody that is listening or watching know that you can go to poddex.com to check out any of these decks. Plus, they always have new ones coming out. There is also an app if you're into that. And they have some cool uh, swag and merch as well, too. They have the soft style T-shirts. They're not itchy or scratchy on the, uh, on the nips. On the nips. You know? And they're not, it's not the crunchy print that you have to wash six times and then it falls apart. Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. So anything that you get from the site, please use the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. And get 10% off your order and help out the show. We appreciate it. 
All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fan it out, and usually it's Jimmy's finger that he's usually my finger of power, his finger of power. So this is a finger of less power. So Jim, just give me the give me the power of the finger of power, and I'm going to run it from my left to your right, your right to my no, the other way around. (laughs) Just say just say when, and I'll pick a card. Ready? Yeah. That one, right there. That one, that one, that one. It looks like a good one. Yeah. Ooh. Do you have a signature move or quirk that people notice or comment on? Um. I feel like a singer who's on stage. Yeah. Absolutely. We all have something. Yeah, we have some face we make or. Definitely on stage. I always do this. I always I do a lot of things with my hands. Like I always mm-hmm. do this kind of thing. Like I always put my hand out. Um, I've been doing that for a long time. Sometimes I, like I'll point, but it's kind of become like this kind of like a Jedi kind of thing. Nice. I guess you know? <laughs> it's this is uh, less aggressive than a point. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm I'm not sure when that switched over. I think maybe uh, you know in the in the last few years. It's, yeah, it's, that's when uh, you came into your own as a Jedi. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, when I uh, completed my training. Exactly. Graduated from Padawan. It's yeah. it's it's funny because I never had it as a singer, but as a guitar player, like when I was only playing guitar, mm-hmm. people used to say that it looked like I was clamming because I just I'd I I'd, I'd just stomp and the way that I'd stomp I would just like kind of dig out. Uh-huh. And they they they'd be like they they're like, "Oh, Mike is doing the clamor." And I'm like, uh-huh. "What are you talking about?" And it and it lasted for a few weeks or a few months rather. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" He's like, "Oh, yeah. that that movie you do on stage." I'm like, "God, now I'm gonna be self conscious." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you, uh, Jeremy? Do you remember um, your first time playing on st- singing on stage where you didn't have another instrument and you were just singing? Um, and and what did you do with your hands at that point? Because <laughs> um, I find that that's to the best be a- question ever. I, I find that to be an interesting thing for people their first time on stage without the safety of an instrument. They're like, yeah. my hands, what do I do with these? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I usually use a, a mic stand now. I think at the time, like when I first started, I would hold the mic and I think I, I just probably put my left hand down. So I, I don't think, unless maybe I did one of the, I don't know. <laughs> it was so long ago, I can't remember. Right. But I do know that I, I used to like hold the microphone more, and as opposed to keeping it on the stand. So that takes care of one hand. Right. Right. Uh, you know. See, see, what's weird for me, and I, I talked about this on the last episode, is that I'm a righty, but mm-hmm. I hold the microphone with my left. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wrap the cord around and and sing with my left. Yeah. And my right hand just kind of knows what. To yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. I'm trying to think like um yeah, I th- I think I think I like having uh my hands free now, you know. I think that's why I like the stand. Do you, do I don't you even do the think mine? Uh <laughs> yeah. I do. Oh. I uh, <laughs> I recently saw my my guitar player made a made a a short little meme of me. Yeah. Um, because I went and sang with another band on some show that we did. Uh-huh. And so since I was jumping on stage and singing with them, uh, I, I I did some weird, like I ran to the front of the stage and then like my arms brought me back. Uh-huh. <laughs> some, some bird wing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was like, run, 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 run. No. I feel there like you never. Weird like, thing that I did. You, you um, He made a meme of me doing it over and over and over again um, huh. with like a poor edit. So it was real choppy. That's funny. So. I feel like, I feel like whenever you've come on stage with me, you've never done anything that weird, but you do, <laughs> yeah, this you is, absolutely this is do the Christina Aguilera where you just kind of like, you're, you're <laughs> fluttering by your ear. I do. I so, flutter. So I you flutter. hold it and you're yeah. like, I don't know what this does. It, you know, it finds the notes. <laughs> Okay. This is where I gotta like go. Keyboard. Yeah. You're, you're, you're you know. Like, okay. Hit the right note, asshole. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I All think right. it's. I think the biggest. I think it's mostly that I'm an idiot, 
and that um, it is just manifesting itself outwardly. Uh, I, you know what? What a weirdo I am. You know what? You're probably right. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Jeremy, you did, yeah. you did, in the seven questions, you brought up that you no longer eat bacon. So, yeah. my question is this: Have you gone like vegetarian or uh, vegan or anything like that? What, 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 what's the change? I'm mainly like pescatarian. I do eat meat sometimes, okay. but um, I don't eat pork. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't eat meat as much as I used to. But I was gonna say we were talking it. about smoked fish, so we don't. We know we know you right. got that going on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I I did eat bacon up until I probably stopped eating pork. Like seven to ten years ago something like that was um, it like a health choice thing yeah. or was it just like a huh or yeah i was trying to cut some things out of out of my diet gotcha. um so that that's one that didn't make it but i respect i respect the craft of bacon uh i i do remember it so <laughs> uh, yeah you never forget your your first um, i will tell you uh, beef bacon, no good. Not so much. Yeah, you, you'd think you'd think beef bacon. Mm. Yeah, don't don't do it. Um, okay, but but other types of bacon are great. I've had turkey bacon recently. Um, turkey bacon is good. I like turkey. Yeah, bacon. yeah, yeah. I enjoy. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't have it. I still like much. the soybean yeah, bacon I like too. I actually like that. Like the yeah, yeah. My I my grandfather had you've got, it. You've so got like. like sentimental yeah it's like either so i i remember it from like being a child and visiting my grandfather and they didn't have they didn't have real bacon because he wasn't eating it anymore because he had like two heart surgeries uh. <laughs> so he was eating soy bacon and i just remember it being like super crunchy and i was like this is fun this is a cool thing and so like i yeah it's still in my brain where i'm just like yeah i'll see i'll see like the morning star farms yeah. thing in the freezer oh, section nice. i'm like yeah i remember that that's good. I did. Uh, there's a restaurant, um, coffee shop around the corner from me, and uh, they have a vegan BLT. And I just had that like two weeks ago, and I liked it because I, I yeah. you know, um, I was, I don't know, the the vegan food industry has gotten so good. Uh, one of the pandemic things I got into was the Impossible Whopper. So I, oh, I, like, okay. I'll, I'll eat I'll eat burgers, but um, my roommate was uh, he. He was um, going, I don't know, semi-vegan for a bit. He's not mm -hmm. anymore, but um, but he was like, "Have you tried these things yet?" I'm like, "No, but I would." And I was like, "I remember I got it, and like I took a bite. I'm like, this is just a Whopper. I'm like, oh, let me take it back. They've made it wrong." Right? Like, no, that's Weird. the Impossible Whopper. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? I'm like, my mind is blown right now. You know, this shouldn't exist. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Like just recently, like. Over the past three months or so, I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm sensitive to dairy and stuff like that. So I yeah. went to like the vegan section because that's the only place that you can get dairy-free cheese. Yeah. So I started going there, getting the dairy-free cheese, finding the right one, stuff like that. Yeah. And then I also like, you know, again, I, I love cooking and stuff. So it's like yeah. you start to peruse down and you're like, oh, okay. Well, you know what? This is a meat substitute. Let me, let me try that out. This is a meat yeah. substitute. Let me try that out. So I still haven't cooked with Impossible because it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. But I've done like seton. Uh, uh, -huh. uh I've done uh, jackfruit. Jackfruit's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I love doing like pulled pork sandwiches with that and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I've embraced it. I'm, I'm not yeah. like vegan. I'm certainly not vegan. Yeah. I'm certainly not vegan. But but I'm gonna embrace like, hey, who know? Like you said. We don't know what's going to happen. Embrace all cuisines, man, because yeah. at some point, at some point, those know. choices are going to be different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a, yeah, like I said, I'm not vegan, but if a friend of mine wants to like, oh, there's this really good vegan spot, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do it. I'm not yeah. like, no way. We can't go to vegan restaurants because I'm not <laughs> vegan. Like, right, I mean, right. I eat vegetables, so I can eat <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm allowed. You know? Yeah. There are definitely people who are just like, no, vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know a couple. Of called, like, there's, yeah. there's like they're usually like five or six years old. Well, yeah, my kids, <laughs> my kids don't love veggies. Oh, you know what? I take that back. My daughter, 
will eat all of the vegetables. Yeah. Unfortunately, like she used to, she used to love Brussels sprouts. Uh-huh. Now she won't eat them. I don't know why. Like all of a sudden, she's yeah. gotten very picky. But yeah. like my son, as soon as he gets to the vegetables, I can yeah. give him like a teaspoon full of meat yeah. and a teaspoon of a uh, of a starch and yeah. one string bean. Yeah. And he he'll eat the starch. He'll eat the the, the meat, and he'll yeah. go. Um, I'm full for now. <laughs> it's like, now. dude, you are not full. Yeah. I've seen you eat more than me. Yeah, eat the goddamn vegetable. Yeah, <laughs> eat it. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I and I always, anytime anybody like says, "Oh, can you whatever," it's like you're a fucking child. Yeah, <laughs> I had a over. I had a friend who. Um, up until he was like, I want to say almost thirty. All he ate was pizza and candy, like wow. sk- Skittles, gummy bears, gummy worms, uh, and that and kind of stuff pizza. is that kind of stuff is more uh, prevalent than you'd think. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, so is diabetes. <laughs> What's that? So is diabetes. That's way more prevalent. Yeah, I think those yeah. numbers are correlated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, my, my like my uh, my sister, her husband, and her and his father, they eat burgers, peanut butter and jelly, and pizza, and yogurt. But it's got to be a kid's yogurt. Yeah, it can't be anything else. It's got to be like a kid's yeah. yogurt. It's all they fucking. Well, those ones taste the best. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like a stunted food palette or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, nothing it's, wrong with PB and J. I gotta, I, I'll, I'll fly the flag for PB and J all all day. Oh I, yeah, I love PB and J. I love PB and J. Yeah, vegan. I think it's it's delicious. I, it's funny. I was just thinking about the the friend who he he has moved on. He he does like good food, but he's on the whole keto diet thing. Okay. And uh, oh, we went out for breakfast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Natural progression. <laughs> we we went out we went out for breakfast one time. He was in town. Him and uh, him and his girl, and they get like we order. I, I don't know. I had like eggs, toast, and potatoes. And uh, he's like, "Can I get six strips of bacon and four fried eggs?" And uh, I'm like, "That's insane, man!" Wow. And he's like, he's like, "I'm eating healthy now." Like a dead face. Like, no, I'm eating healthy. I have to eat this. So, like, I'm like. I'm like, what about <laughs> cholesterol? What about? He's like, no, no, it doesn't. It with keto, it doesn't matter. It's like <laughs> my mind is just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Make sure all that's cooked in butter. Yeah. <laughs> One uh, something that I but will. See, but it's also it's also like he, he's like, you know, you can't have orange juice because that throws the whole keto thing off. So yeah. what? So acidic, orange man. juice is not healthy, but. Unlimited bacon and eggs. Is it's a, it's acidic, man. It throws off your body. Yeah. You can't digest yeah. those uh, butter-soaked bacon and eggs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. I I've never yeah. been on keto, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. My son, my son, surprised the shit out of me. He went to hibachi, uh-huh. and he ordered salmon, and I was like, "What? What? When did you fucking? <laughs> what? All right. Okay. Cool." Um. So now that like that's his thing. He's like, yeah. oh, I want to go to hibachi and I want to have salmon hibachi. I was like, all right, cool. Wow. Better hey. eat those fucking vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> it's a delicious choice. <laughs> he won't even have the vegetables at hibachi because I always felt like uh, those vegetables are pretty flavorful. Yeah, they don't that's... count. Oh, yeah. dude, <laughs> the first time that he was flung a zucchini piece. <sighs> <sighs> He like ran for the hills. He, it was like it was like a bomb. Like somebody threw a grenade at him. He's like, no! yeah. It was it was a it was a sight to behold for sure. That's funny. His daughter yeah. jumped on it to save the table. <laughs> she did. She did. She's a tough cookie. <laughs> Jimmy knows. Jimmy knows. She um, is. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for like hanging and doing this with us and. Uh, Really, like, you're local, so yeah, we're gonna hang or yeah. have some drinks. Like, let awesome. us know. We're, we're, awesome. we're in. We're in. If you're cool. if you're playing, if you're playing local, yeah, uh, yeah, let us know. We're definitely. We're um, so before we sign off here, uh, yeah, will you please let everybody know where they can find everything 
Jeremy and the Harley Quinns. Definitely. And thank you again for having me. You can find everything Jeremy and the Harlequins related at jeremyandtheharlequins.com. You can go on all of the digital streaming platforms and listen to our music. We're also on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel. Everyone knows how to use the internet nowadays, I think. So, um, you know, we're online. Uh, um, we have four albums out and a lot of them you can find on CD and vinyl, um, both online and uh, maybe in your local record store. If they don't have it, tell them to get it, because uh, we'd love for you to be able to buy it locally. Yeah. Um, um, the the other yeah. thing too, and you brought this up again. You get seven questions. Yeah. When is the vinyl going to be ready? Because uh, vinyl's so hard to get. Everybody's right right. saying you ordered it two years ago. Hard. It's coming in two years. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, it's been. Uh, I, I think it's going to be this fall. Um, cool. That's what we're told. So it should be pretty soon. Um, we actually are just, uh, we were just got an email this past week saying the test pressing was done. So nice. Um, so excited to hear that. So that was yeah, promising. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on the way. Um, cool. And it's, you know, like I said, we're going to be having more shows this fall. So I think it's actually a good time um, for it to come out. Cool. Um, I have some interesting thoughts about vinyl. We can go on that, uh, on that tangent at, at some other point. Yeah. Um, so um, anybody who's waiting for that vinyl, get over yourself. Um, but also, uh, Jimmy, I think it's test time. I believe it might be. I believe uh. it might be. Uh, we did say that there is one very important question mm -hmm. yes. that we all ask ourselves every day just to just to kind of give yourself a reset. Just be like, what's important? What's yeah. the, what is the thing? Like, my life's pretty good. You yeah. know, you got a kick-ass band. You got a record that's out. You got a vinyl that's coming out. Yeah. You, got, you got a bunch of songs that are out now. People could check them out right now. Yeah, immediately. But what makes all those things even better in your day-to-day? -day? What is it? For you, it's the people. Yeah. For you, it might be, it might be smoked the fish. Smoked fish. Might yeah. be a walk in the park. Yeah. What is it that everyone needs to ask themselves to figure out every day? Do you remember, Jeremy? Well, uh, I remember something about a garden gnome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, close. What's your bacon? <laughs> what is your bacon? What's yes. your bacon? Yes. yes. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Brand. And always, what's your bacon? <laughs> And we're back. Oh, damn it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I knew I'd get you. Son of a bitch. I was just about to do it. You took right. you took you took my line. I'm gonna take All your right. fucking line. Thank you, Jeremy. Touche, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um thank you, Jeremy, for, for coming on. Uh, a lot of fun. We talked a lot of cool shit. Um, and I'm super excited to see them live because it's it's a big band feel like yeah. it's not a it's not that like I'm going to go to a show and see guys like four guys or five guys up on stage do their thing or four or five guys do their thing and have tracks like this is a this is a production like oh yeah it's it's a big pain in the ass getting a three piece band together what he has to deal with that is I what i imagine. have to say i used to deal with um, it in brooklyn too right exactly well like some of them setting them up are, rehearsal schedules and all that that's crazy some some of them are from around here some right Belmore, mass people that kind of stuff so um he's familiar with the area but i do digress uh go see them they're going to be out here in the fall they're going to be out on the road in the fall so definitely check them out check out their new record and always remember to check out uh, my buddy Jimsy over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you can check me out uh, at Jimmy G's Shoes everywhere on the socials. Uh, you can check out my band, Craving Strange, at cravingstrange.net, where you can also just connect to all of our socials and all our stuff right from there. We do have new music out, I think. Okay. Pretty mm -hmm. sure. Um, you can also check me out as one half of the dashing Bacon is dashing. My, yes, bacon is my passion. Mm. 
That's right. Indeed. That's right. You can find us. Uh, well, I mean, you can find us over at baconismypodcast.com and you can just find all kinds of stuff where we are, uh, where Bacon is My Passion has music, where Bacon is My Podcast has fashion. All these things. All the things. All and the things. other half, the other half of that, the, 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 the jelly to my peanut butter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweet enough. That's right. That's right. The chocolate in my milk. That's just weird. That's the the yin to my yang. Okay. Let's end it there. All right. While you're ahead. Yeah. In my head? I don't know. Uh, Mike, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me personally at me, my own self, Mike, on the Instagram, Twitters, and the Facebooks. My band is Something Heavy at Something Heavy Music on all social media platforms something heavy on the digital streaming platforms we're gonna have new music out we should have music out now but we don't uh i think maybe yeah but we'll do. have we'll have we'll I have love it, it soon. It's that one song that you sing the, the song with the thing and the yeah. notes and the chords and and no grandpa's guitars right and it's it's wonderful um so yes so check us out uh also please remember if you're making it all the way to the end of this episode please five star review please follow please subscribe share do all those things help us beat the algorithm because um that's what we all have to do beat the fucking algorithm yeah you know what um i want to know who makes it to the end of these episodes so i would love it I would love it. We'll, let's make a contest. We'll give let's something away. We'll give something okay. away. Uh, I want you to hashtag Bacon is my podcast. And I also want you to hashtag Burnt Ends. Because that means you got to the end of this episode. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then you and, know that I said that. <laughs> and if you do make it to the end, uh, we will give you... What, what are we going to give them? Let's see. How about this? Ah. Some refined cologne. We'll give you the Manscaped refined cologne. We will send you your very own bottle, and uh, you can check it out. So once again, um, send us, uh, give us a hashtag. Hashtag bacon is my pod. Hashtag what's your bacon? Hashtag burn ends. Burn ends. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll know you made it to the end. Yeah, we'll know. Yeah, yeah, that's important. And we'll um, uh, we'll we'll pick one at random, unless there's only one person that did it. Oh, look at this. It's, it's like a box. Ooh. It's, it's even got the silica gel. I won't even eat it. That is. I'll, I'll, send, it is with, I'll send it with this. It's, it, well, it's like I said, man, you can't spell refined without fine. Fine. But, Jimmy, what, what, what do they always need to remember? Oh, well, it's clearly the most important question you can ask yourself it's every single important. day. Mm -hmm. You wake up. You're kind of like, oh, I like my pillow. Here's how many I have on my bed. Oh, I like these shoes. <laughs> I feel pretty good today. I did my stretches. <laughs> I like my breakfast. But what makes all that stuff a little bit better? What are you going to do in that day it? that makes all those things a little bit better? What's that added ingredient in your life? It just makes it a little bit, a little bit tastier. What is it, Mike? What do you ask yourself? What is your bacon? It's your bacon. Well, peace. Ah.